So just a few words tonight to put the events of the week in uh, context. It's still very hard for me to wrap my mind around the reality that one person walked into one market halfway around the world in a city that most Westerners have not really heard of before, and that one per person purchased an animal that ostensibly was bitten by a bat, and that animal then infects that one person who then infected other people in his city. And three months later, our lives are upended and the world is changed in unprecedented and immeasurable ways. So I'm thinking to myself, how could one person, one person affect billions of people in this way? But upon reflection, it dawned on me that that's actually the reality of the human condition. We never really think about how connected we really are with everybody else. We need each other at all times. In normal times, when we're healthy, we may rarely think about all of the many healthcare workers who toil daily to keep people healthy, but doctors, nurses, and all those staffing hospitals now and other healthcare workers in various facilities around the country and around the world are now on the front lines. They're the first line of this heroic, epic battle to counter this pandemic and save lives. We may never give a passing thought to the availability of hand sanitizers until there's a run on them. And then we learn of the vastly complicated supply chain that gets a hand sanitizer into our bathroom. And then we realize how many people were part of this effort to put this hand sanitizer, which might be a life-saving device during times of pandemic, into our hands, let alone toilet paper. Now, I, in truth, I need to study that phenomenon more. Of all the things that there could be a run on, I find it really interesting that toilet paper seems to be the one general household item that is most subject to hoarding, and thus uh, there are so many shortages in the uh, store. This week's Torah portion is the end of the book of Exodus. We read the two parshas, Vayakel and Pikudei, and the Bible describes in these chapters the completion of the grandest of the Israelite accomplishments, the Mishkan, the tabernacle that eventually evolved into the first and second temples that stood, give or take, a break of some decades for essentially a thousand years. Throughout all the many chapters describing the construction of the tabernacle, the Torah emphasizes that it was a communal project. Our parsha begins with the words, Vayakel Moshe et kol adad b'nei Israel," And Moses assembled. Moses mobilized, kol adad b'nei Israel, the entire people of Israel, everyone, everyone needed to be mobilized for the task. Big communal projects can only be accomplished with the entire people participating and contributing in one way or the other. Each in their own way had something valuable to add. The people needed to be 
congregated, brought together, and mobilized for this grand national project. And that's what all of us need to do at this time, to defeat this unseen enemy. Each of us has a role to play. If we have special skills, special resources, a special talent that can make life better for others today, and perhaps save lives, I urge you to step forward and to offer your resources and your services to those who are in need. And do not look like the one thing that all of us can do and that the medical and political establishments are urging us at this time. Social distancing. Act as if you are contagious, that you can give the disease to somebody else. Try and avoid people as much as you can. This, more than anything, we are told, will slow the spread of the virus. Towards the completion of the tabernacle, the Bible uses this phrase. Vayehi hamishkan echad. And upon completion of the construction of the tabernacle, the tabernacle was one, echad. And our sages, of course, they, they asked questions about every single verse, and they noticed in this verse that the phraseology was a bit clunky. Vayehi hamishkan echad. Why was the tabernacle echad, one? Why not say, for example, and when the tabernacle was finished, it was complete. The rabbis teach that once the people completed the tabernacle with all of its loops and its boards and its clasps and its sockets and its curtains, you know, the kind of detail that only an engineer would, would really like, and once the all of the details were put behind them and the construction was done. At that moment, the people realized how dependent they were on one another. They understood that they could not have accomplished this huge collective undertaking without echad, without unity, without being one. Our tradition teaches that everyone contributed something whatever their specific skill might have been. And thus, no one felt superior over anyone else. And only in this way, everyone pitching in, our sages say, the tabernacle itself was finished. And this is the central message for our times. Everyone must do their part in this struggle against this insidious virus. Even if your part is to sit still for a while and stay away from people for as long as it takes. I want to remind you what we all know. This pandemic, like all other pandemics, will pass. And when it does, and when we gather again as a community, and when we get the all clear, I want all of you to attend, we'll recite together the communal prayer of Birkata Gomel, Thanksgiving, for allowing us to pass through this danger, and we will pick up exactly where we left before. Until then, I wish you good health and many blessings.